0: I may have to take a couple of takes of this, but we'll... uh...
1: (laughs) I've already taken a couple of takes, so (laughs) take all the takes you need.
0: Welcome to The Greatest Lists Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? tune in and find out take it away boys welcome back to the greatest lists a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time i am eric your host for this episode and joining me as always is my co-host jason what's going on bud same old same old (laughs) we are continuing our list of the top 50 1980s movie soundtrack songs uh, and we're finally getting into songs that uh, that people recognize and know. Uh, my, yeah, I have a buddy Kevin who uh, who a couple a uh, couple days ago said, "Hey, I love the podcast, but man, can y'all do some songs that everybody knows?"
1: So, Kevin, <laughs> we're getting there, people. We're getting we there. Are. Okay, Yeah, God, yeah. just
0: calm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are up to number forty-five, and uh, this week it was with my choice. And for the forty for the number forty-five. Uh, I picked "Hungry Eyes" by Eric Carmen from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Yes. By the numbers. So "Hungry Eyes" was released in November of '87, and it peaked at number four in February of 1988. Um, And uh, with that, with the other two singles that were released off of the album, uh, the soundtrack went on to sell 32 million units worldwide. Man, that's a a lot of a lot of records.
1: I don't, I at one point knew what the highest selling soundtrack was all time, but it's got to be up there.
0: It's got to be in top five, at least. Yeah. Maybe the top three. I don't know, but that's a lot of units <laughs> still. Very
1: much so. Yeah. Uh,
0: the song was written by Frankie Privet and John Nicola, both of the band Frankie and the Knockouts, uh, and w- which that band had a top 10 hit in 1981 called Sweetheart, which happens to be one of my favorite uh, songs from the 80s. Okay. Uh, then also, this is free of charge, has nothing to do with the song. But the drummer at the t- uh, when they first started for Frankie and the Knockouts is none other than Tico Torres from Bon Jovi. No kidding! That's, yeah, that's a little tidbit, free of charge. Well, fun fact. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and actually, the band, so uh, Frankie and John wrote this song, and they actually recorded a version of it for their third album. Um, so there's a there's a version by them out there. It's pretty respectable. It's not huh. quite uh, the, the the version that Eric Carmen does, but. Uh, it's you know it's it's not bad. Okay. Um, they also wrote uh, the same duo also wrote the other hit from the soundtrack. Uh, I've had the time of my life.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: they wrote that, which is uh, I mean those two songs. How...
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just, very respectable. Just, yeah,
0: just hang it up and go home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now uh, the singer Eric Carmen was reluctant to get involved with the song. Um, he didn't really see himself as a song as a singer, but more of a songwriter. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to get involved in another soundtrack um, because he wrote "Almost Paradise," the love song from
1: Footloose. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't no know idea. that. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. So that's uh, a great song. Yeah. Um, so
0: between those three right there, they've they've they wrote some uh, some good soundtrack songs from the '80s.
1: Yeah, "Almost Paradise." That's uh, Anne Wilson, Nancy, or, or and Nancy Wilson, Wilson. <laughs> One Anne, of Anne yeah. Wilson
0: and Wilson Mike Reno from Loverboy. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's a great song. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he
0: didn't want to get involved with another soundtrack. Frankie and John both uh, talked him into doing it, and he had his biggest hit. Let's get personal. So for me, um, I I saw Dirty Dancing in the theater multiple times. Um, Okay. Usually with uh, a female, (laughs) because that's who (laughs) wanted to go see right yeah but i'm not gonna lie i i like i like the movie and still to this day like last week it was on i think cmt or one of what it was on but my wife and i will watch it whenever it's on it doesn't matter um and mm-hmm. we and we both like it so much that we used a couple of the songs in our wedding uh, a, a few years ago yeah so i mean we're just you know we're just huge fans of the of the movie and the soundtrack um but this is probably my favorite song off of the off of the soundtrack is is this one what do you uh-huh. think about it
1: Did you do the uh, lift during the reception or something, you know? Or maybe when she was walking down the aisle, you just... We
0: entertained it for about 12 seconds.
1: (laughs) We were like, no. No, no, we don't need back surgery. I don't don't,
0: don't need to drop you and and ruin the the entire day. So that's
1: not going to (laughs) happen. I didn't see Dirty Dancing, like the full theatrical version, probably until the 90s on cable. Well, I caught pieces on cable, but... Like I've mentioned before, in the mid-90s there, when a lot of movies became more accessible to me, yeah. and I just went ahead and binged a bunch of like rom-coms or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd necessarily call this a rom-com, but uh, romance, probably. Romance, but, yeah. Uh, I have sat down and watched it a few times since then, uh, mainly at the request of my wife. But uh, I've listened to the soundtrack many more times than the movie. It's one of those... Where, if you wanted to just take the movie out and leave me the soundtrack, I'd be okay with that, you know, because <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not. this just not my cup of tea for yeah. watching movies, you know. But yeah, no, I have I, a. I, go I get ahead.
0: it. I get. No, I get it. I just get what you're saying.
1: <laughs> I have a very specific piece of road that I remember hearing "Hungry Eyes." It's weird, <laughs> like you know how music takes you to a place in time. Oh yeah. And time. I believe it was during American Top 40. So we're driving. I, I grew up in these two little podunk towns that were separated by nine miles in Pennsylvania. And we were driving between towns. And I remember listening to American Top 40. And um, between, in the road there, somewhere there's like a few businesses, one of which was where I got my first car from. And for some reason, I picture myself like driving down that road, or not myself driving, but probably sitting in the passenger seat of my mom's car and hearing that on, you know, Casey's countdown. And it, it's, I can't explain why. It's just one of those things where I hear hungry eyes <laughs> and that. I'm yeah. in the middle of those two towns, you know, yeah. driving with my mom. Yeah. So I, I can't explain it, but that's. That's what I think of when I think of Hungry Eyes.
0: <laughs> this song, this song reminds me of my uh, senior prom. Okay, I, re- I remember yeah. hearing. I remember a specific point in the prom when it was playing, mm-hmm. and I, re- I remember where I was at the prom when it was playing. I don't know why, but um, yeah, this reminds me of my senior prom. The breakdown. So, um, my favorite part of the song, aside from Eric Carmen's voice, which I mean he's he's a great singer um but uh is the sax solo in the middle Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i'm a sucker for for a saxophone um i love clarence clemens i love the the little tidbits that duran duran throws into their songs with a saxophone um i love the sax in on the dark side from eddie and the cruisers Mm -hmm. the sound of a saxophone just belongs in a rock song sometimes um because it you know it 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 can do some of the same things that a guitar can, but it can also you can put a lot more emotion into a sax. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the, that's probably my favorite part of the song is a saxophone because it just it just uh, you know I just love saxophone
1: solos. Yeah, and it doesn't go up and down very much. I mean, the sax you you can just you know blow a song away. Oh yeah, with the range that you can do on a saxophone. But yeah, my favorite part of the song is the prelude to that where. Mm-hmm you get that he just wails uh, i need you to see you know and yeah. just goes really high yeah and then the sax kind of takes over from there yeah um so i like that little interlude there but overall i thought it was just it's kind of a pretty basic song it's got that steady rhythm throughout like we talked about with man in motion and i just kind of a typical 80s pop song with the big drums and bass line and you got the synth chords that come in a little bit in the background. I noticed those listening to my headphones and those three keyboard notes, you know, boom, boom, boom. just You instantly recognize the song. Yeah. So Yeah. It's it was so great. And speaking about the music video, so I watched it today because <laughs> I yeah. had not remembered what it was. And it's got Eric Carmen and this random eighties music video model who I had to look up, her name is uh, Sally Steele. They have this little interaction in different scenes, and then they mix oh, in... Oh, I remember the video, yes. They mix in uh, scenes from the film with Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. Right. But the funny part is, she does the saxophone solo in the video. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was total 80s cheese, but... Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Yeah, she's, she's there with this real short dress, and You know, playing saxophone, mimicking saxophone to the best of her ability. So you've got to go out and watch the music video, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Hungry Eyes is the number 45 song in our countdown of top 50 80s movie soundtrack songs. I know we said it last week, but this is probably the the most recognizable and the highest charting song. No, I guess your song went went to number one, didn't it? This didn't. Right, but Man in uh, Motion did, but I think uh, I think this is probably a little bit more recognizable than Man in Motion, just because it came from
1: yeah, uh, from... sold a lot more copies during dancing than co- Yeah, Saint Elmo's Fire. That's, That's for sure. Exactly true. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so on top of uh, playing Hungry Eyes, well, I thought about putting a link in there to uh, Frankie and the Knockouts version of. Hungry Eyes, but I decided mm-hmm. that uh, instead of doing that and embarrassing them because it's not as good as Eric Carmen's <laughs> version, um, that I would put in my favorite uh, Frankie and the Knockout song, Sweetheart. So both of those songs okay, will great. be playing at the end of the, of the show. Uh, if you have Spotify Premium, you'll hear both songs in their entirety. If, you hear, uh, if you're hear if you a Spotify free user, you'll hear snippets. And as always, if you're listening outside Spotify, you can use our Song Whip links to go find all the songs on your favorite uh, music streaming uh, application so uh, if you get a chance give all the songs a listen and give us your thoughts via social media you can find us on twitter he is rd80s and i am eric underscore varderman uh, and next week jason will take the controls back over for our number
1: 44 pick
0: thanks for speaking
1: listening. of 80s cheese <laughs> <laughs> you'll get some next time
0: yeah oh i can't remember what the song is but now i'm intrigued. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, thanks for listening to The Greatest Lists, and we look forward to continuing our countdown next episode. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.